You're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. Next week on The Young and the Toothless. Olivia? Yes, Liam? I just wanted to say thanks for coming to my first birthday last week. You had been through a lot that week. And besides, my mom had me strapped to her chest, so I didn't really have much of a choice. Last week was hard. Do you want to talk about it? I don't know. What else is there to say? My gums were aching as tiny pieces of bone ripped through my flesh. Ugh, my dad calls them teeth. My mom disappears regularly. Like, one minute she's there, and then poof. Nowhere to be seen. And then she comes back and has the audacity to just say, Peekaboo? How dare she? And to top it all off, the dog ate all the Cheerios I threw on the floor. I was saving those for later. Oh, Liam, that's so hard. But someday, when we're ten years old, we'll look back on this week and laugh. We'll remember it so clearly, every detail, I promise. Will Liam's mom cool it with the disappearing act? Will the icy teething rings help? Will Liam and Olivia remember any of this when they're ten? No, they absolutely will not. Tune in next week for The Young and the Toothless. You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is Max from Sharpsburg, Georgia. Welcome to the show, Max. Hi, Molly. And Max, you sent us a great question, which inspired today's episode. Yeah, I wanted to know why we can't remember things from when we were babies. Yeah, we get this question a lot. My name is Evan. My question is, why can't we remember things from when we were babies? I thought of this question because I wish I could remember things from when I was a baby. So Max, I am curious, what got you thinking about this? I was thinking of this because people talk so much about when I was a baby, and I was wondering why I couldn't remember. So do you have any, like, ideas uh, why that might be that we can't remember that far back? Maybe our brain was too busy learning how to walk and talk. Hmm, that's a really, really good thought. Is there anything that you wish you could remember from when you were a baby that you can't? I wish I could remember the day I was born. Yeah, that would be cool. What do you think? That would probably be a lot of uh, new sights and sounds. That's a big change. What is your earliest memory that you can remember? The earliest memory I could remember was when I painted my face, my eyebrows, and my hair blue with my mom's nail polish. <laughs> Why? So how'd you get that idea? With my sister. <laughs> is your sister older or younger than you? 18 months older. Okay, so is it her idea? I don't really remember that much of how the idea was, but I remember that I painted. (laughs) So, you know, those nail polish paintbrushes are tiny, so that must have taken a long time. I didn't paint my whole hair. Oh, okay. I painted strands. I see. So you painted, you said you painted your face? Yeah. Like your whole face? Not my whole face, but some parts. Got it. How old were you when that happened? I was three years old. And how did your parents react? 
My dad had to shave off my hair to get the paint off. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Is that a thing you did again ever? No. (laughs) That was a one-time deal? Yeah. So now when you smell nail polish, does it remind you of painting your face? Sometimes. Mm. And does your sister remember this too? Do you guys talk about it? Yes. What is her memory of it? Do you know? She painted her hair and her eyelids. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And she had to go to school with her hair painted. Oh, man. So what? when you think of this memory of the painting of the face, what is like the feeling you remember from it? Getting in trouble. Mm. My earliest memory is from when I was four years old. I fell off a porch swing at my aunt and uncle's wedding, and then the swing hit me in the head, and it was not fun. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think it was very memorable for me because my parents weren't around at that moment. And so it felt really scary that I hit my head and I didn't know where my parents were. So it was pain and fear. And I guess I'm probably overwhelmed by all the wedding stuff. So a lot, a lot of feelings that day. But yeah, so like that four-year-old memory is about as far back as I can remember. And there is a special name for that phenomenon that you and I are talking about. It's called infantile amnesia. And infantile, you know, means infant or baby. And amnesia... That's when you forget something or lose memories. Researchers also call this childhood amnesia because for most of us, we really can't remember anything before we were three or four years old. Although it differs from person to person. So this is something that everyone experiences? Right. But sometimes our memories can play tricks on us. Like we think we're remembering something, but it's actually just a memory our brain has invented. Maybe you've seen a bunch of photos from your first birthday. Aw, look at those chubby cheeks. Adorable. Yeah, and maybe your family has told you stories, sometimes the same ones over and over and over, like how you were so excited to have a cupcake for the very first time. And you went bananas. You even got frosting in your eyebrows. And from hearing those stories and looking at those photos, you start to construct a memory for yourself. And you might think, oh yeah, I remember getting frosting in my eyebrows. But that's really just something you made up in your head. And that's perfectly normal, too, but technically not a memory. Still, it's really weird that we don't remember anything from when we were babies. Yeah, especially because babies are like squishy little sponges. Totally. They absorb all sorts of information. Like how to crawl or walk or climb up stairs. Or how to speak languages, or at least try to. They learn how to eat mushy carrots. And how to throw them on the floor. (laughs) The list goes on and on. And if we didn't remember how to do all those things, we'd still be squishy, babbling, adorable, but useless blobs, right? So why is it that we have all this knowledge, but we can't remember how we got here? It's a total paradox. Make it make sense. This is quite the conundrum. I think we better go straight to the source a baby. Let's tune in with our producer, Rosie DuPont. Live from New York, it's Rosie and a baby. Hey, Molly and Max, Rosie here with my esteemed guest and interviewee, Adira the baby. I couldn't agree more, Adira. Memories are important, which is why we'll be diving deep into some of your most prized memories today. So tell me, Adira, what is your most vivid recent memory? Your second birthday party? Amazing. Paint a picture for me. Thanks. 
Wow, that is so many presents. And ice cream cake is pretty much the best. Yes, we got the same. You felt bad for the clown? Why? <laughs> Their white face paint is creepy. What is the deal with that? Anyway, I, I'm running out of time here, but since you've got your finger on the pulse, I've got to know. What do you think about inflation? Pain at the gas pump is a major concern. And yeah, we need to curb our addiction to fossil fuels and make the transition to renewable energy, like yesterday. <sighs> okay, well, this has been a pleasure. Adira the baby, everyone. Armchair economist and memory analyst. Thanks, Rosie and Adira. Wow, I could listen to Adira all day. Totally, but I'm not sure she really answered our questions. You're right. I think it's time to bust out the goo-goo goggles. The goo-goo what now? Okay, hear me out. To understand a baby, you must be a baby. And to be a baby, you gotta wear these goo-goo goggles. They're the latest in BR technology. BR? I'm guessing that stands for baby reality? You got it. It's like VR, but so much cuter. Okay, let's turn these on. Starting off in newborn mode. Whoa, everything's so blurry. Molly, it's like you turned into a fuzzy blob. You too. Right after you're born, your eyes are still developing, so everything looks flat, and you can only see about 8 to 10 inches in front of you. Yeah, I can tell the difference between dark and light, but I can only see red and gray. Is that normal? Yes, the first color newborns are able to see is red. Around two months, you can start to tell the difference between reds and greens. And then a few weeks later, you start to see blues and yellows. Whoa, this is awesome. Things are getting a lot less blurry and more 3D. Right, let's dial this up a couple months. Awesome! I can hold up my own head. Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! And wow, I can roll over. Wee! By six months, your vision is more or less fully developed. Things also sound different. Listen. Cool, it's like you're speaking another language. Well, to a baby, that's exactly what's happening. Your sense of hearing is already fully developed. I mean, you were even listening in the womb. But now that you're out in the world, even though you can hear these sounds, you haven't figured out what they mean or why they're important. But that won't stop you from babbling like you know what's going on. Yeah, it's fun to babble. You know what else is fun right now? Grabbing stuff. Grabby, 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 grabby. Yeah, before you know it, you are super active. Babbling, crawling, grabbing, grabbing everything and putting it in your mouth. Mmm, shoelace. Hey, who's that giant coming towards us? Molly, Max. It's Ruby. Ruby, when did you get so tall? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm the same height as usual. But what's on your heads? Are those the new goo-goo goggles? Yep, Max and I are trying to figure out why we can't remember things from when we were babies. 
Uh, yeah, I know, Molly. You asked me to look into that last week. Oh, yeah. I totes forgot. All good. I'll explain more. Right after this episode of The Young and the Toothless. I gotta find out what happens to Mr. Snuggles. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, sounds good. Ooh, let's take these off. Until next time, Goo Goo Goggles. Brains on! <coughs> hey, you know, I may not remember my first steps, but I never forget this. It's time for the... Okay, Max, what is your guess? It sounds like grinding things. Hmm. Yeah, like what kind of material does it sound like it's made out of? Like a type of rock or wood. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Well, we will hear it again a little bit later and give you another chance to guess right after the credits. So stick around. We're working on an episode all about stress. Stress is, well, stressful. And the way we experience and deal with stress is super different from person to person. So we want to know, what does stress feel like to you? What does it feel like in your body? So Max, when you get stressed, what does it feel like in your body? I feel angry or upset and I want to scream. Mm, Me too. So what do you do to help yourself feel better? I ride my bike or jump on the trampoline outside. Mm, That sounds really good. So like being active and being outside is a helpful thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, listeners, send us your ideas at brainson.org slash contact. While you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, drawings, high fives, and questions. Like this one. Hi, I'm Holden. Hi, I'm Aria. Hi, I'm Lila. We're from Wisconsin, and we want to know, can dogs be allergic to cats? You can find an answer to that wonderful question on our Moment of Um podcast. It's a daily dose of facts and curiosity you can find wherever you listen to Brains On. Just search for Moment of Um. And keep listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Sitka Seafood Market. Seafood is a great source of long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, which can support heart health. Salmon is one of my favorite foods, and so it's so delightful when a box of amazing quality, beautiful salmon arrives at my door. Sitka Seafood Market sources from small boat fishermen and community-based processors that take great care to provide the highest quality seafood that is wild-caught, sustainably, and ethically harvested. And one of the best parts is Sitka Seafood Market offers a variety of flexible subscriptions that can come monthly or every other month. It's super convenient, so if you're going on vacation, you can pause or you can cancel anytime. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Go to SitkaSeafoodMarket.com and use code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com, promo code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. 
They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. When we last saw Olivia and Liam on The Young and the Toothless... Liam? Liam, where is Mr. Snuggles? What do you mean, Olivia? You heard me. Where is Mr. Snuggles? I can't tell you. Tell me! No! Out with it! Fine. Your dad. Put him in the washing machine. Mr. Snuggles! You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Max. And I'm Molly. And we're joined by our pal, Ruby Guthrie. Hiya, Molly and Max. Don't worry. I'm all caught up on the young and the toothless. So. Up, up. No spoilers. Oh, okay, okay. All I'm going to say is Mr. Snuggles was not where you expected him to be. But back to childhood amnesia. It seems like you have a pretty good grip on babies. So let's think about memory for a second. Maestro, a little memory music, please. Ah, thank you, Maestro. So, the memories you're wondering about, those are long-term memories. The kind of information we store away for months, years, even decades. One type of long-term memory is called procedural memory, which is remembering how to do stuff, like learning how to crawl, or walk, or talk, or use the toilet. Kind of like muscle memory. Exactly. And once you learn those types of things, you can usually remember how to do them automatically without even thinking about it. Same as riding a bike or playing a musical instrument. There's also declarative memory, which is when you remember facts or events, kind of like trivia. It's like you're declaring, hey, I know this thing and I'm here declaring all about it. This could be general facts about the world, like the capital of Idaho is... Boise. Correctamundo. But it could also be about personal events or experiences, like what you had for breakfast yesterday. A stale chocolate croissant. And how you felt about that breakfast. Meh, not great. Fair enough. And these declarative memories aren't automatic, like walking or talking or eating. Instead, we have to actively recall them in our brains. We set the scene and remember the details of the event. The who, what, when, where, why, and how on earth do we feel about all of it? And it's those types of memories that we can't seem to remember from when we were babies. Right. And that's something scientists and researchers have been studying for almost 100 years. To learn more, I talked to Zhuja Kaldi. I'm a professor at the University of Massachusetts, Boston. Uh, I study how babies and toddlers remember So there's no one reason why we can't remember when we were babies or really little kids. 
But there are a couple of different theories or ideas that researchers like Zhuja have. One is uh, something that's not very surprising, which is that our whole brain during this period is developing tremendously. So there are uh, these systems that underlie our you know, memory functions. Uh, these regions are, are just simply not uh, very mature at uh, these early ages, and they take some time to develop. It might seem obvious, but baby brains are still pretty fresh, especially the parts of your noggin that process and recover memories. Some of them take years to develop. So that's one reason. Reason number two is, is something that uh, if you, we think about how we recall events, maybe uh, makes uh, a lot more sense. And that is uh, when we recall events from our life, what we recall is really a story. These are a type of declarative memory. Like when I got hit in the head by that swing and it really hurt. Totally. And you can tell that story because you understand language, a skill that's obviously still developing when we're babies and toddlers and little tykes. And that affects our memories. Now, when, when we create memories, when we experience events very early on, we, our language system is not very well developed yet. So we may remember some of those events, but at that time we don't encode them using our language. And later when we try to remember them, we, we don't have the words, we don't have the, the sort of the verbal memories that are associated with that event. Turns out it's really hard to tell a story if you don't know how to talk. Since your brain doesn't understand language yet, even though you may have created a memory, you have no way of explaining it or filing it away for later. And that brings us to our third theory, which is baby memories just aren't as detailed as when you're older. So imagine you, you know, you have gone to a birthday party and there were balloons and there, were, uh, there was a cake that was pink and uh, had multiple layers and, you know, your best friend got uh, a guitar Let's say all this happens when you're five years old. You may rec remember all these details. Yeah, your five-year-old brain might sound a little something like this. That was an epic party. It was pancake and balloons, and all my friends were there. And my BFF got a guitar. Stretchville. But when the same birthday party with the same events happens when you're three, you may remember that we went to a birthday party, but you don't remember all those details about the guitar or the color of the cake. I went to a party. Party, party. What is this thing with strings? What happens if I hit it? So, according to this theory, it's not that you can't remember something. There's just less information to remember in the first place. Your three-year-old brain might remember a party, but not the flavor of the cake or the color of the guitar. Since those memories aren't super strong compared to when you're a bit older, they're harder to remember later on. It's always really important to keep in mind what's the function of memory and what, why we're, we're trying to remember. For a two-year-old or a three-year-old, you know, it's not a problem if you forget those details about someone's birthday parties. You're, you're not really motivated as a little kid to retain all that. That makes sense. Babies have different brains and priorities. Yeah, when you're a baby or a little kid, you're taking in so much of the world around you. It's important to remember what your parents look like or how to eat. But it's okay if you forget your first birthday party. That's what family and photos are for. 
Totally. Thanks, Ruby. Anytime. Now, who wants to put on the goo-goo goggles and play peekaboo? You're on. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ready? Peekaboo! Ah, that's bonkers. Again, again. <laughs> Wait, now, now, do me, do me. Peekaboo! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Childhood amnesia is when you can't remember when you were a baby or a little kid, and it's something everyone experiences. Babies can make memories, and they're really good at learning new things. There are two types of long-term memory, declarative and procedural. Scientists are still trying to figure out why we have childhood amnesia, and they have a couple different theories. We know our baby brains are still developing how we process memories and how we use language. That could affect the way we remember. That's it for this episode of Brains On. This episode was produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Anna Goldfield, Ruby Guthrie, Mark Sanchez, Anna Weggle, and Nico Whistler. Our editors are Sandin Totten and Shayla Farzan. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman. And the executives in charge of APM Studios are Chandra Kavadi, Joanne Griffith, and Alex Shafford. This episode was sound designed by Eduardo Perez and mixed by Derek Ramirez. We had engineering help from Andrew Olson and Cliff Bentley. Special thanks to Tim Pierce, Melanie Renee, Peter Eklund, and Lulu. Brains On is a nonprofit public radio program. There are lots of ways to support the show. You can tell your friends about us, donate, buy our books, or a sweet sweatshirt with the Brains On logo on it all at brainson.org. Okay, Max, before we forget, let's listen to that mystery sound one more time. Here it is. Okay, Max, new thoughts. We heard grinding before. Maybe do you have some new thoughts what it might be? No. <laughs> I still That's think it's grinding. One. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. So I like to me it sounds like almost like it's underground or something. Kind of like echoey. Maybe metallic. I still think it's grinding. Okay. What but like what's what's grinding? What's being ground, do you think? Rocks, maybe. Mm, like making gravel or something. Yeah. Mm, I love it. All right. Are you ready to hear the answer? Yes. Okay, here it is. Hello, my name is Jericho. I live in New Jersey, and that was the sound of me wrestling paper clips. Paper clips? <laughs> so not not gravel being ground up, though. I totally agreed with you. I didn't. That, that was a really tricky one. I guess it kind How of sound do like paper clips. Sound like that? <laughs> maybe that grinding noise. Maybe it was like their air conditioning was loud, and that was the sound of just like the air conditioning plus paper clips being rustled around. Maybe. That was hard. That was a really tricky one. Now it's time for the Brains Honor Roll. These are the incredible listeners who send us their questions, ideas, mystery sounds, drawings, and high fives. Bianca from Charleston, South Carolina. Robbie from North Bay, Ontario. Alice and Leo from Greenfield, Nova Scotia. Elena from Hackettstown, New Jersey. Tanvi from Copenhagen. Akira from San Carlos, California. Grace from Flushing, New York. Colin and Catherine from Charlottesville, Virginia. Isabel from Montreal. Eric from Hebron, Connecticut. McCall from Dubai. Rhea from New York City. Layla from Brantford, Ontario. Henry from Londonderry, New Hampshire. Ajay from Rye, New York. Daphne from Mackinlith, Wales. Sienna from Birmingham, United Kingdom. Carson from Brooklyn, New York. Grace from Cold Spring, New York. Russell from Boxford, Massachusetts. Nora 
Kaur from Alamogordo, New Mexico, Zaina, Bushra, and Tasneem from Victoria, Australia, Lizzie from Kincardine, Ontario, Ravanth from Visakhapatnam, India, Catherine from Houston, Texas, Vincent from Goshen, Indiana, Sochiata and Kalyana from Oakland, California, Claire from Cambridge, Massachusetts, Hadar from Portland, Oregon, Shannon and Lincoln from Gainesville, Florida, Sahishnu from Kirkland, Washington, Mazzy from Amsterdam, Oliver from Rochester Hills, Michigan, Samira from St. Louis, Adelaide, Annabelle James and Edward from McKinney, Texas, Aniv from Doha, Qatar, Katarina from Sao Paulo, Amelia and Thomas from College Station, Texas, Reese from Tuscumbia, Alabama, Natan and Callan from Seattle, Avi and Leland from Piedmont, California, Brooklyn from Eagle Mountain, Utah, Akaya from San Diego, Nathaniel and Cora from Newtown, Pennsylvania, Josie from Rochester, Minnesota, Gabby and Cameron from Winter Garden, Florida, Daisy from Silva, North Carolina, Harper from War Park, California, Raymond from Brooklyn, New York, Declan from Bethesda, Maryland, Andrew from Wellesley, Massachusetts, Elena from Fort Worth, Texas, Taylor from San Jose, California, Sienna and Rohan from Devon, England, Lucy from Duluth, Minnesota, Maddie from Calgary, Alberta, Victor from Hastings, Minnesota, Juniper from Knoxville, Tennessee, Angel from Halifax, Virginia, Lucy and Isaac from St. Paul, Minnesota, Samantha and Ryder from Carlisle, Massachusetts, and Avery from Sugarland, Texas. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.